Hey guys, welcome back. It's Ashley. And Ashlyn. And this is Ashes to Ashes podcast, episode yes. three. three. Yes. And happy October. Yeah, happy October. It's finally Halloween season. Yes, spooky season. And Love your it. birthday month. Yes, the best month. Yes. <laughs> it is. One year ago, we were getting prepared to go to Mexico on a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even before that, me, you, and Casey went and seen the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah. A year ago, we did go and see the Jonas Brothers. We that was did. one of the best concerts I think I've been to. Yeah, it, it was, was so fun. Definitely a good time. I definitely cried. Yeah, and we <laughs> snuck into people's seats and stole their seats. Typical, typical. We uh, got kicked out of the first one. Oh, yes. The I first seat we were in. And so and we, we snuck just down went further. Lower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or not further, but closer. closer. Yeah, and they uh they took shots because they're oh, old yes, now. Oh yes, they did on stage. They took shots. Yeah, it was good. That was a great concert. It was a great month. This month last year was actually like a great month. Yeah, I went to my first concert complete. No, my second concert completely alone. Oh yeah. But I went and seen Scotty Sire because no one wanted to go with me, yeah. and I snuck my camera in and got some pictures of him. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember I that. Made it out. I think you had to work. I did. Or something. That's why I didn't go. Because it, it was in here. Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was here, but I was working. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we saw the Joe Bros, and then we went to Mexico a year ago. Oh, yeah, month. and then we took a, we did a photo shoot in a cemetery. That oh, was yeah. fun. And we got uh, reprimanded all over social media oh, God, for that. by some people. I, yeah. I, you know, if you were one of those people, then. Whatever. Yeah. That's all we have to say, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I could say. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> um. It is October, and there's a few things to bring awareness to this month. First being... Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast Cancer Definitely Awareness Month. Definitely very important. Yep, that is. Ladies, men, get your... Get your get breast your checked. checked. Yeah, get your <laughs> breast checked. <laughs> and then it is also National Adopt-A-Shelter-Dog Month. So yeah. go on your phone, Google the nearest dog <laughs> shelter near you, and pick yourself up a little pupper... Yeah. And show some loves. Um, it's way better than spending thousands of dollars on a breed. Yeah, definitely. Um, these little babies need homes and want to be loved, so. Do it. No time like the present yes. in October. Add a little little pumpkin to your, your to patch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, so, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say this week we're going to talk about... I was just going to start off by, uh, I'm making Ashley watch Outer Banks. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure most of you guys have seen it. If not, what the heck? Watch it. Watch it. It's so, so good. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what do you think of it so far? Well, we're on episode six. six. Yeah, and we just started last night, and we're already on episode six. Yeah. And, and there's only one season right now, and I love it. It's really good. Of course, there's twists in there that I don't really care for. Like, I don't like that the, that guy fell for the, the rich girl. Listen. It just gets better. I just hate that part. There's so much potential in this relationship. I don't know. I don't know. You say that. I felt the same way. You know, there's always, in TV shows, I feel like there's always that mix of like, oh, the the star-crossed lovers, we shouldn't be together, but we are. And like, it's bullshit that doesn't really happen in real life. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, we who, who knows if it happens or not? You Obviously, it doesn't happen to you. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> nothing nothing happens for me in that realm. <laughs> but yeah, I, lo- I like the show. 
Also, since I've been recovering from my boobs, I've been, like, binge-watching Cold Case Files and, like, Unsolved Mysteries because I'm a little wild. Oh, yeah. I have been. I've just been, like, in bed. After (laughs) this, I'm making you watch All-American. Have you seen it? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So good. I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm not a big TV person. Yeah, well, you're going to watch these shows because they're really great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, a reader. I read a lot of books. Speaking of, I have the new Edgar Allan Poe. Or not the new, but the old collection. The of new a, a collection <laughs> of Edgar Allan. He just Allen. came out with it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, old collection of Edgar Allan Poe books um, stories coming in the mail, which I'm so excited for. So I'm a big reader, but I've been binge watching shows, and they've been pretty good. I'm actually happy that I've decided to do that. I am glad. Yeah, it didn't seem like you wanted to watch this at first because I kept mentioning it, and you didn't turn it on. And yeah, I, was like, I didn't. Finally, turn it on. I didn't want to, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, yeah, and this week we're going to talk about a popular hashtag that has been circulating the internet, um, Save Our Children. Which we've already discussed prior, like, we are not the most knowledgeable on any of the subjects that we talk about. We, of course, have gone through social media, we've educated ourselves as much as we can, but this is just our opinions, so listeners' discretion is advised here that this is just based on our opinions and what we think and believe and what we've come to see in the news outlets and on social media, which... You just never know what's true and what isn't anymore through those filters. So we are just talking about what we think, you know, giving our opinions. And in, in that discussion, I had mentioned, you know, so many people talk about Save Our Children and they think of like the bigger picture of like pedophilia and sex trafficking rings of children, which of course is an issue, but I think we fail to mention what's going on right below our noses in our hometowns, in our cities, in our schools. Um, yeah, local communities. Local like communities. Anywhere, honestly. Everywhere. And it's... Like, it's it's way more than just the elite, you know? Yeah, and it I, is. And I think a lot of people do understand that, and a lot of people are bringing awareness to it, which is good, but... You know, just in case you don't, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think it's easier for a lot of people to stay, like, unaware of what's going on within their local communities and and try to outwardly, like, place all this blame on government and the elite members of society, like you hear of the Illuminati and things of that nature, which really we know nothing about, and who knows if it exists, of course. I think it does. Yeah, I <laughs> and do I would too. love to know more about it. Yeah, and I do too. But and I, I think the Illuminati. To get off a little, you know, little off topic, but I think the Illuminati is not what we have thought it was the last couple of years. You know, it's no. not like it's more much worse. It's it, I think it is you know more involving of the children and everything yeah. that's coming about right now. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's mainly what the Illuminati. I say in air quotes. Yeah. Um. I think I think we have like a differing of opinions on that. I I think the Illuminati is exactly what we think it is, and and the fact that it's ran by very wealthy white families or just wealthy families in general that have been around for generations and generations, and who control the media and they own the media outlets and they own our social media platforms and advertising and they control us in ways that. I mean, if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, I really, really highly suggest it because it 
tunes you into what's going on in the media and how there's e- how they can easily manipulate our minds. And I think that's all. It really stems from an idea of of people that are Oops. sorry are elite. Um, But anyways, one of those things that's been highly discussed is Save Our Children, which um, directly correlates with pedophilia and child sex trafficking, which has been around forever and ever and ever. Yeah, it really has. It has. I feel like with, with not only this, but everything that is going on right now in 2020, I feel like the only reason why it's such a big deal right now is because of the media. The media is giving it the attention that, honestly, it deserves. Like, it need, it needs to be, like, brought up more and spoke about more because yeah. it's just something we need to watch out for, for more, you know? Yeah. And I think in saying that, it's something we need to watch out for more. Um, I was mentioning before, like, people overlook what's happening within our own communities. And we were talking about earlier, like... How many stories have you heard of teachers having sex with their students? Like, and you don't think that is pedophilia? Like, it is. Like, your 30-year-old teachers are having sex with 16, 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 17-year-olds. Like, the age of consent is 18 years old. And these grown adults are manipulating children's minds. Like, you are not emotionally intelligent enough to have a relationship with a 32-year-old person at 16. No. And we're, it becomes so overlooked. Like, it's become such a, like, normalcy in society. Like, where it's not a big deal. Like, maybe it is for, like, a week and a half, and then it's just overlooked. Like, even in our hometown, it happened. Yeah. You know, where Mm -hmm. we grew up. And it was, like, not a huge scandal like it should have been. I mean, it, it definitely had consequences, but I feel like it wasn't frowned upon as much as it should have been. Right. And who, and who knows, because it was a female teacher with a, with a male student, yeah. if that was the reason. Like, that has been overlooked for so long. Yeah. Like, because, in media, even. Yeah. Like, female teachers manipulating the minds of young males, like... It's not as prominent as it should be in the media. No. And it's I feel so like it's, wrong. it's more, like, glorified. It is. Like, you're so cool. You fucked your teacher. Like, yeah. it's disgusting, to yeah. be honest. Like, you're... To be an adult taking advantage of a young person like that is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I agree. And it's... Like, that's what I mean about... We're t- we, t- we talk about the big picture, and we're seeing it all over social media now. The That group of men that just got busted, with, and they had, like, 69 children that were oh in an underground sex trafficking ring. I forgot, I forgot where it was. Um, I could Google it, but it that just happened not that long ago. And that's, I mean, it happens every couple years where something like this gets busted out. Yeah. But it's so easy to share things like that, you know, but what are you doing about what's going on in your local community? Like, even for instance, me, when I lost my virginity, I was 13 years old. Sorry, mom. <laughs> like, they know already, like obviously. Know. Yeah. But, and the guy that I lost my virginity to was 17, almost 18 years old. Yeah, and be, you're 13. That's insane. I was 13. And, and at the time, I was, I was so in love, you know? So, uh, he manipulated me. He manipulated my mind, and I was not emotionally intelligent enough to know better. And then it was blown up into this big, like, ordeal, and a lot of people sided with the guy, Mm -hmm. like, and blamed me Mm -hmm. for him getting in trouble, but, like, what he did was wrong, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And this this is happening every day. 
oh, yeah. all the time yeah. with young girls and older men and oh, vice yeah. versa. Mm-hmm. And people are just overlooking it. So I think for me, the biggest thing is like when you, when I see all these hashtags on social media and all these people sharing these stories, I'm like, you don't even care about what's going on in your own community. So how do you care about the bigger picture? A change starts right here within, you know, like where you can really make an impact and you're not, you're not doing that. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's bothersome to me. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to speak on like what is currently going on in our hometown just because I don't live there. You don't live yeah. there. So like, I don't know how it is now. Like, I don't know if, you know, I'm sure that there still are those guys that talk to the high school girls and stuff, but I don't know. It's really hard to like speak on that and say that people don't care because I'm sure they do, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I, just as someone who was a part of it, like something, yeah. someone that it happened to personally, like it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't go the way it should have. As an adult now, as a grown adult now who understands emotional intelligence and like grew from that traumatic experience, like it wasn't handled in the way that it should have been handled. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I really doubt that it does now. People just overlook it even more because that's, everybody has social media now. It's so easy to communicate with young people, with old people yeah. and, and hide your true identity. And it's just disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely disgusting. And like I said, we're not, we're not experts on this, Yeah. but it is something that should be talked about and awareness should be brought to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like you said, it's, you know, very easy to ignore. And I, I, you know, you see those posts about like, oh, you're so for save our children, but your buddy was hanging out with a 14 year old last night and you got, and you didn't say anything to him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, I get it. I mean, people need to hold the people in their lives more accountable. Like, absolutely. Like not only your, your brother or your, your guy, best friend, or, you know, your uncle, it's your aunt, your sister, your, you know, Females are just, like, there are females out there just the same as there are guys, you know? Manipulative. Yeah. Manipulative and, and taking advantage of young men. Yeah. And I, and men are doing it, and, and older men are doing it to young men, too. Like, it doesn't, it's not like a cis kind of thing. It's also in, in the, in the gay community, in the trans community, like, people are taking advantage of all people, but, and, like, older people are really taking advantage of young people nowadays, mm-hmm. giving them attention that they're seeking, mm-hmm. and, and, tr- and truly, that's a huge thing that I've seen lately on social media is, like, oh, you're all for, like, canceling rapists, but your, your 21-year-old buddy is having sex with a 16-year-old girl, and yeah. you're not saying anything. Yeah. You know, and that is rape. Like, that is... They're just turning a blind eye because it's his buddy. You know, yeah. it's their buddy, so why would, you know... It's cool because it's my booty. No, I and know it's he's not. a good guy, but do you really, really, truly, in your heart, think that he's a good guy? Like, come on, no good guy would be out with the freaking fifteen, sixteen-year-old, yeah. like, and he sneaking holds around. Hold your friends accountable. Like, it, definitely, uh, definitely, because even we'll talk okay. about like we're only in our 
you know, mid to late 20s and even being attracted to 20-year-olds is hard for us. Yeah. We're like, oh, he's it so does, young. It does have to, a lot to do with maturity levels. Yeah, maturity like, levels. But even, absolutely. like, you're, you're a baby, yeah. you know? Like, there's so much life that's coming towards you, and, like, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. So to see, like, older people, like, dating and taking advantage of these younger people is really yeah. sickening to me. Yeah. It, it's especially especially sickening when they're still teenagers like give them a chance to experience life before you ruin it yeah like, you're ruining things for them yeah yeah and, and we've seen that firsthand in the last few years with people we know oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and it's been it's been really hard for me to like sit back and watch it you know and not say anything but then it's like who am i and I, and I think that's where, that's where it comes in about like holding people accountable because I think people start to feel like, well, who am I to say anything? Exactly. Like I'm not their parent. I'm not, you know, and some of these parents are okay with it, which really drives me crazy. Me too. Like then there's like nothing left you can do. Like if the parents are okay with it, then that's fine. But honestly, it's still disgusting. It is. It's just weird. It is weird. I don't see the appeal of, of dating somebody that lacks emotional intelligence. Like, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't know. It's, it's been a, it's been a weird year for sure. 2020 has been a crazy year Uh of just revelations after revelations. Like things just coming out, Uh you know, and I, I get it. I get the support on a mass scale of like wanting to end sex trafficking and things of that nature, but it really starts within your own community. And I think I just wanted to make a point of that getting Mm -hmm. on here today is we always talk about change and like, I want to be a part of the change. Yeah. I want to be a prominent member of creating change in the world, you know? Yeah. But that can't start on a mass scale until it starts like on a local, on a local small small scale. scale. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's standing up and saying, like, whether that makes me the uncool one or, like, the least desired one or if people talk shit about me, like, yeah. I'm going to stand up for what's right, you yeah, know? Absolutely. And I'm not always right. Like, I've done, I've done some stupid shit, you know? I've done stupid shit that people can throw in my face, but now, as, a, as an adult and, like, in the last few years, there's really nothing that anybody can say to me that would make it make sense to allow these kinds of things to keep sliding. Yeah, absolutely. Just letting letting it go. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was in high school and that whole thing went down with the teacher having, not just, like, sleeping with the student, but then, like, having a full-on relationship. Yeah. And I was just, like, disgusted by it. I could not believe I it. I feel like... I was still, well, I was in middle school, so, mm-hmm. and like I said in, like, I think the first podcast, my memory of things, certain things is kind of, like, like shoddy, but, but I, I, I kind of remember that. Yeah, it was gross. But, you know, thinking about it now, I'm just like, yeah, that's just, that's just insane. Yeah, it is but insane. But you see it, like you, like we said, you see it all the time. There's, I think there was someone, like a teacher in Carson not too long ago, or like a principal or something, or in Yearington. Did you read that? A couple oh, yeah. months ago, I think it was, like, the vice principal or something had, like, porn, like, child porn. Child porn, yeah. So insane. And, like, these are people you're letting around your kids every day. Yeah, but and the thing is, it's the people you least expect. Did yeah. you watch, no, probably not, 
probably not because you're not a freaking TV, TV person. person. But did you watch Cheer on Netflix? No. Did you hear about it? Oh, yeah, the guy And that... then Jerry. Jerry got freaking... Um, Child pornography yeah, case on him. Which, if you watched it, Ash, you would be mind blown. I am so shocked. And my Facebook friends, they're shocked. Like, you would never expect Jerry to be someone that would do that. Yeah. Like, I... I'm still shocked, and it's been, like, a week since I found that out. Because he was just, like, so wholesome, and, like, I don't know, he's, he was just this... But also, he, like, TV is... Expect it. TV is TV, and, like, they're actors for a reason. Well, it, so it's we didn't... not... It, it's not... It was a reality show. Oh, it was? Yes. It was about college cheer. Oh. So it was not a scripted show. It was their actual... You know, obviously not his actual self, but it wasn't... Like, like, a, like Glee or no, whatever. No, no, it was okay. a documentary. So it was about wow. a, yeah, a cheer team in Texas, I think Texas. Yeah, and it's just crazy because, it, like you said, it's happening all the time, everywhere, <laughs> and we're just so unaware yeah. to it. You know, we just aren't aware. And I feel like you should tr- definitely trust your instinct when you're around people. I guess I'm somebody who's super intuitive, so I get around people and they make me feel weird. I'm just like, no. Yeah. No. And I tell people, like, Something about them is weird and off-putting. But I don't know. I guess coming from a, a small town, it's just... Even a big city, like, you hear about it all the time. Yeah. It's like students and teachers or... And that's the biggest example I can give because it's such a scandal and it truly is, like, pedophilia in a yeah. sense. Like, you are a grown fucking adult sleeping with a child. Yeah. That is not... And it's not even just sleeping with. It's saying inappropriate things, too. It's weird compliments. And the, you know, just the stuff you should not say to teenagers that look up to you to guide them and protect them. Yeah. Like, whether you be a teacher, a principal, someone that just works, like, a secretary at the school, like... Yeah. You know, it's just not okay. Like, parents send their kids to school trusting that the faculty is going to protect them and guide them and people are totally taking advantage of it yeah I think that's that's a place where it's definitely overlooked and where it's happening more often but of course you know the child abduction rate is so high of kids just being taken off the street scary yeah and and there's just like new laws being passed all the time especially in California recently of like the consent age of like anal sex and things like that like it's so weird. I, I'm going to look up the law that was just passed because I'm like, it's such a weird law. Yeah. There's been multiple reports of people in Reno trying to snatch children from their parents in broad daylight. Yep. I just saw that it's too. It's insane. My coworker, like a few weeks ago, we were all talking about it in our group chat and my coworker said that her sister, I believe her sister was out with her daughter at Legends. Okay. And someone tried to snatch her right from her. Her daughter. That's insane. Didn't you did you see that video that was circulating the internet the other day of this um like mother and her two daughters were sitting outside at on a restaurant? A, yeah. I didn't see the video but I've heard about it multiple times but I have not seen it. And this guy just like runs up, hops the fence and like tries to grab the little girl by her head and is like hanging on to her while he's getting beat up by like another like person that was standing by oh my that's just insane to me like the thought of like what goes through their minds like 
obviously they're sick people to even do that in the first place, but they're getting really brave doing it in broad daylight with tons of people around in public. That scares me because, like, even the coworker that said that about her sister, she said that she was at 7-Eleven a few weeks ago and some guys approached her and pretty much tried to take her. And she's a grown adult. Yeah. And that's so scary. Like, I go a lot of places by myself, you know? And it's just, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Um, so, this is, I guess not a lot changed, but the, it's talking about the legal age of consent for sexual intercourse. No, I guess, I guess it's just saying that you can, it can be processed as a misdemeanor instead of a felony, depending on the facts of the case. That's insane. Yeah. So you can be, and it says like the following are a few scenarios that could lead to this charge. And that's a 19 year old female high school senior has sex with a 16 year old male who is in class with her. And then another scenario is a 35 year old college professor sleeping with a 17 year old or High school sweethearts who have been dating for three years have sex, but one is 18 and one is 16. Okay. So, depending, it's dependent on the scenario of whether they'll charge you with, like, a misdemeanor or a felony. Which I still think is so stupid. Like, if you are 19 years old having sex with a 16-year-old, whether you've been dating for three years or not, like, it should not be okay. No. It's not okay. No. And... I don't know. It's just a crazy, crazy world. It is a crazy world right now. It's very scary. And I know you already have three kids, so I can only imagine, like, how you feel. And, like, especially... With a daughter. Yeah, with a daughter. And, you know, a son, too. Like, it doesn't matter. But I was going to say, like, especially because two of your... Like, your other kids live with their fathers. So it's, like, it's. I bet it's so hard for you not to be there. Yeah. And, like, have... Some sense of control. Control over, you know, you know, make sure. I'm sure they're safe, obviously, but it's, I'm sure it's so much harder. It is. It definitely is. It makes you think a lot about, like, like, because people are scary, you know? You just, I'm not so worried about my kids, about who they are. It's about the the people around them. Like, like you say, when you're driving a car, I'm not worried that I'll wreck, but I'm worried that someone will wreck into me. Like that's, that's Uh how it is when you're dealing with lives anymore. Like I'm not worried about my actions, but the action, you just never know what can trigger somebody. Yeah, You never know like what's going to happen when you're walking down the street. If someone's going to just be there and snatch you or your kids. Yeah. And they've been like riding numbers on people's windshields yeah doing all these types of things just to try to distract you yeah and try to get you to have one moment of, of being distracted yeah. so they can snatch your kid and yeah and if I'm being honest I am not the most self-aware person but I've really been trying to work on that like yeah. the other day um after I dropped you off for your surgery I was driving on the freeway and there was this truck I think he was in front of me at first, and then I ended up, like, passing him, and I was, we kind of, like, stayed in the same lanes for a while, like, he was behind me, and I got off the freeway, and he got off, and I was going down Sunrise, and he was right behind me the whole time, and so, like, I kind of got sketched out, and I was like, I have to watch this truck and make sure that it's not following me to your apartment, Yeah. and he ended up turning off on, you know, on another, a different street, thank God, but, like, I 
was, like I said, I'm working on being more self-aware. So I was pretty proud and of you that know, moment. And, and you know what's sad is that as women, we have to think that way constantly. I know. Constantly. Like, I like to go for runs. And I tend to run, like, I run on the busiest street here. Yeah. And I do that for the sense of, like, hopefully it will deflect people wanting to grab me or hurt me because it's in front of like there's so much traffic going on that someone is bound to see and do something so that's my like my thought process of when I go running is like where is the most busiest place that I can run so if something happens somebody will see something yeah like that is so sad and then you risk the chance of an accident or something because the street's so busy yeah there's like no wind it's no, a, yeah. no win. You're it's a lose-lose. Yeah. <laughs> just because I want to go for a run. Yeah. You know, it's scary. And it's scary to be, like, a single woman living in this world right now. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. And, like, to be away from family and, like, not be around people you know or trust. Like. Yeah. It's just crazy. The, the times are really, really crazy. And I think that that leads up to, like, rape culture, too. Yeah. You know, for women. like, mm-hmm. And it's happening to men, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to, like, deflect that or, or deplete that because it is real. Men are being sexually abused and sexually assaulted by women mm-hmm. and men doing the same thing to them, you know? Yep. And, like I said, it's another one of those things of holding the people you know accountable because it happens everywhere you go. Your yeah. Your closest friends. Yep. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's cruel. It's really cruel. It really is. So. It's just, it's, it's a hard thing to control. Like, it's, I, it's unfortunately always going to be an issue. Yeah, it is. But, you know, just, we just gotta, like, make more people aware of the situation. You know, keep an eye on your surroundings. Keep an eye on your kids. Your friends. Yeah, your friends. Don't trust your kids with anyone. I know that I I don't have kids, but I'm, like, scared to have kids because of how crazy it is, and I feel like I'm going to be, I'm not not really a helicopter parent, but I feel like I'm never going to want to be away from my kids if I have kids, you know? Like, that's just a terrifying feeling because, you know, you, especially if you don't have family nearby and, you know, you just... You look, you know, you search for a babysitter and you've, you know, it's just, you, strangers, like, strangers just freak me out. Me too, yeah. If that even made sense. (laughs) It does, it does make sense. And as someone who is, like, a single mom to a a little guy with no dad around and, like, I had to find a sitter to take, I went back to work when he was seven weeks old. Yeah, and you got really lucky. I got really lucky finding somebody that has stayed with us all this time. Yeah. And who, but, and it's always my fear of, like, well, life is going to move on, you yeah. know. Eventually, it, I'm not going to be in this place. Yeah. I'm not, I might move out of the city. I might find a job somewhere else or relocate or maybe she will. Or, yeah. like, she will need to do something different with her life and then I'll have to restart and, like, find. Yeah, and, and then, it's scary. then you're back to score one with a stranger or a daycare or and even you just, just never preschool know. or kindergarten. You know, just being in the school system. But yeah. it's very important, I think, to let your kids go to school like, yeah, home. If you want to homeschool them, that's great. But kids need social interaction with other yeah. kids, so it's necessary. Yeah, it's just being aware, just like being mindful of your surroundings, like you said, and the people that you're around. Yeah, is really important. 
especially in the, just at any age. But I, I really think like taking a look within your community first, and, like being supportive, yeah, of what's going on in the world, but taking a look at, at what's happening within your community and doing the right thing there, that's, that's what's going to implement change and it's going to create a domino effect of change. I think even us just coming on here and talking about it, like, implements change and, and opens people's eyes to what is go really going on. Yeah. You know, and like, there's a smaller picture to your bigger picture. There's something more making up what's going on in, in the big realm of things. You know, there's all these small details that you're overlooking because you're so, you're so dictated by this meat, the stuff that's in the media that you're overlooking the small minor details right under your eyes, you know? Yeah. Cause you're absolutely. not paying attention. And I think, I think people need to start paying attention, like start paying attention to what your kids are doing, especially your preteen kids, who they're talking to, oh, yeah. you know, the things that are, I, Social I, media is so toxic yeah. for young children. And like, I think you have to implement it early. So if you're giving your kid a cell phone at 10 years old, like you make it known to them, like I will be going through your phone when I want. Not as a punishment, but like, this is, I need to know, I need to make sure you're safe. And I need to see what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. because as I know, when I was a kid, like a teenager, the things we were talking about and doing on our cell phones was not appropriate, you know, just within our age group. So my kid, my oldest, he'll be 10 and I'm getting him his first cell phone here soon. Mm -hmm. And I've already told him and like him and his dad, him, his dad and I are all going to sit down and have a discussion. Like, yeah, you have the cell phone, but it's really mine. Like I pay for it. It's mine. I have the ability to go through it. Like if I feel something is off, I will. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing is like people aren't implementing that. And then when it's happening where they're starting to get these bad feelings, they're like taking their kid's phone and their kids are fighting them and, and like yeah. getting all crazy because they're no, they do They're doing the wrong thing. So if you implement it at an early age, like my parents will find out if I'm doing bad shit. Yeah, absolutely. Then they're, they won't, they're less likely to act out in that way. Yeah. I feel like just as someone who's been through that, like my parents were really like, my dad was super controlling and like always punishing me, you know, yeah. like I was always in trouble, always, always, always in trouble. You so really I, were. Yeah. I could never do anything right. Yeah. You know, I could name a million things that I did wrong. I can't tell you the amount of times my dad was like, good job. It was more like, you're in trouble. Like, all the time I was just always in trouble. So, I lived in, like, a state of fear and, like, everything I did, I had to delete everything and just hide everything and, and it's so unhealthy. It's so toxic to a kid. It really is. So, you really have to, like, learn healthy habits now when they're young. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to, to implement in my kid's life. Yeah. Like, it's not a punishment. You don't have to hide things from me. You're not going to be in trouble unless, like, there is something genuinely that you're doing wrong that I can't educate you on, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. just crazy. I tried to, I tried to educate my son on, like, the BLM movement, and his dad was like, he doesn't need to know about those things. And I was like, yes, he does. Yeah, I mean, he's old enough. Like, he's 10. Yeah. And, like, the questions start now. You yeah, think because, he's not wondering? Because, you know, like we said, you're going to get him a phone, and he, I feel like he's going to be, like, he's going to, a whole new world's going to open up whenever that kid gets a phone. Yeah. Like, he's going to start, he's going to start using the internet. 
Mm-hmm. And so many things are, so many things that are going on in our, not only our, like our world, but specifically our country. Yeah. Right now, like, it's on social media. Yeah. Like, it's on the front page of, like, a, I don't know what news outlets you use online. But MSN even, or something. yeah, I don't know. It comes up right when you pull yeah. up your internet. You yeah, know? like Yahoo homepage. There's going to be stuff, and he's going to be curious, and he. Seems like a very, he's just very smart boy as it is, so yeah. he, he's very, he questions a lot of things. Yeah. And the thing is, is you can't let, that, that's where we talk about emotional intelligence, you can't let a 10 to 17 year old kid just make their own assumptions about something. You need to advocate and like be present in those moments and educate your children. Yeah. Like you cannot let them make assumptions. Like once they start asking questions, you should never shut them down in my opinion. Like he tried to he tried to say some things in regards to the BLM movement in regards to cops, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I support cops or that I'm against cops, you know, or or whatever it may be, but he tried to say some things about cops and I and calling them stupid and retarded and things like that. Oh, Nolan? Yeah. Yeah. And I had to correct him real quick. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I told him, like, first of all, you never use the term retard to talk about anybody because that's that's a slur. Like, you should never refer to anybody as that, ever. And so I had to shut that down really quick. And it's like, where does he even hear these things? Yeah. You know, like, where, because I don't talk like that. Yeah. No, you don't. So, I don't know. It really bothered me. Like, don't ever refer to anybody as that ever again. No. First of all. And second of all, like, we don't know what's what's going on. You don't know what's going on. And I'm trying to learn about it. And all I know is that bad things are happening and cops are doing bad things to people. Yeah. And it's not okay. And there needs to be justice. Exactly. You know, That's and... a whole topic for another podcast. Yeah, another time. But I'm, but I'm saying, like, I took that opportunity to educate, educate yeah. my son and without being overbearing and pushing my opinions of it on him. Yeah, exactly. You know, I educated him. And I Let think him decide for himself, like, let him form his time, own opinions. Yeah, but with giving him the basis of knowledge, you know, yeah. the, basis, the basis of what's going on and, and educating him properly without forcing... A point of view on him that's what I'm trying to do so I think everybody should try that with their kids like I see so many people that just like manipulate their kids into thinking the same way they do I'm yeah like they're gonna be just as bad as you are <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were like on a podcast <laughs> she's selfing no I, I literally just got caught up in the conversation like oh yeah that too yeah no I'm trying to trying to take content for our Instagram okay <laughs> But, yeah, so I'm really happy we talked about that today. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that was a good little conversation. Um, I know our first podcast was pretty long, and our second one was a lot, sh- lot shorter, and I think this one will be a lot shorter, too, just because we want to keep people interested, and, you know, we don't want to ramble on for too long. Yeah. Save some... And we kind of want to stay on, on a subject matter instead of just going on and on, and this was something that we discussed prior and decided, like, we're not incredibly educated on it, so we shouldn't ramble on and on about it. We should yeah, just, just give, give our opinions. Opinions. And, and kind of state some facts about where things are yeah. in the world and how and, we feel. And I definitely think that it's important if you have 
any type of platform where people are listening to you, you should advocate for the things that you believe in. Absolutely. For the hot topics of today's society. What's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to be highly educated on the subject matter. Like, you don't. You You can learn about it and have... Create, yeah, have an opinion and be aware and have knowledge of it without having a solid, solid education on it. Like, we didn't come here knowing everything about it, but we didn't come here knowing nothing about it either. Exactly. And I think for me, the biggest thing getting across was like, yes, this is a problem. We do need to save our children, but we should start within our own communities. Like, it needs to start where you're standing. Yeah. Because you cannot change... What's going on in Ohio when you live in small town Nevada. But you can start with your 22-year-old friend who's sleeping with a 14-year-old. Period. Period. drop. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay? (laughs) And that's what I wanted to say. I think we made that point. And now we're going to tell you our songs of the week. Yeah, let's do it. Mine, obviously... Rest in peace, Juice World. Oh, I'm crying. I am crying. I've been crying since he passed away. Um, they did, he released, well, his producers, whatever, released an album this year of his last songs. It's a great album. One of my favorites is Titanic by Juice World. So, yes. rip, rip to Juice. I'm not, I told her earlier, and I've told several people this, like, I'm not even going to lie. The, when I, as soon as that album came out, I was in my car, and I turned it on, and I literally just cried the entire album. Like, yeah. I was, it's so sad. It definitely had an effect on me. I, and he, like, is someone that I would love to see live. Yeah. And the fact that, like, I think I we talked anymore. about yeah, prior to, to him dying. Him. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about going to see him. And he's somebody that I honestly love and have loved since I first heard of him when um, All Girls Are the Same came out by Juice World, which was yes. a few years ago, one of my favorite yes. songs ever by him. I really um, relate to him because Lucid Dreams was one of the early yeah. songs too and yeah. I remember when that came out. Yeah, and he talks a lot about dealing with addiction and things like that which I have personal story with so I just relate so heavily to him. So losing him in the world of music was like absolutely devastating for me. Yeah. Cuz he had such an impact. So Titanic by Juice World was my song of the week. And I'm adding that to our playlist on Spotify right now. Yes. So remember we said last week we were going to create a playlist with all of our suggestions. We have so done you that. guys can, you know, take a looky and listen to the music that we love. Yeah. yeah. Um. So for mine, I figured it was about time that I brought her up. I kind of ashamed that it took me three podcasts to do so. I already know. But <laughs> the love of my life, yeah. <laughs> Lauren Sanderson. <laughs> um. Honestly, one of like my favorite music by her is not even on Spotify. Unfortunately, I think that there were some issues like with copyright of beats and stuff whenever she was first starting out so it's on soundcloud but um if you if you were interested in that go on soundcloud and um look at the center of expression ep all those songs are amazing but the one that i picked for the podcast was frustrated it's one of her newest songs um i i i really love it and i just love, I love her, her too. and i just miss her so much i've seen her Three times, and the four, fourth time I was going to see her... The world shut down. The world shut down. Literally March 13th, Friday, March 13th, I was going to leave for San Francisco. I was going to go by myself, because no one ended up getting a ticket with me, and then she canceled. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess was nice, because 
it was just going to be a chaotic trip by myself anyways, but I'm just very sad because she rescheduled and it's not until spring of next year. <laughs> yeah, and Ash turned, that even... turned me on to her. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen her twice in concert Yeah, already. she came with me for two of them. The first time I seen her, Mick came with me and it was, it was a it very was awesome. amazing experience. Yeah. Like, I, ugh, every time great. I meet her... I am shaking, literally shaking. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I definitely suggest her too. So those are our two songs of the week. Yeah, I'm going to add that to the playlist and branch out with these artists. Like, listen to the, the other stuff. Yeah, you know? you'll like them. Yeah. You will like them. Yeah. Oh, and the one I mentioned on our first podcast, Movements, they did just drop their album yesterday. So their whole album is out now. You can listen to it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's it for this week. Yeah, I did want to mention... So, it's Tuesday, October 6th. My mom's birthday is October 11th mm. on a Sunday. So, I just wanted to wish my mom a happy birthday. Happy birthday, mom. I know you're listening. We love, I love you. you. Yes. Yes. So, uh, if you know my mom, make sure you wish her a happy birthday. Yes. Um, I feel like there's something else I wanted to say. I don't know. I hope you guys are enjoying October so far. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Ash about this. I think last night, I think that we should do, like, a spooky episode since, you know, it's October and that's just my brand. Um, But So I was thinking maybe if you guys wanted to send in, like, stories of ghost experiences you've had or, like, paranormal um, experiences. Yeah. You know, or maybe your friends have had or just, like, your favorite paranormal story. Like, but something Give us some ideas. Yeah, give us... Please just message us on our Instagram or and we'll text read me them. or something. Yeah, and we'll read them on the podcast. I think that'd be super fun. And give a reaction. To yeah, how we feel. So we'll probably do that like the end of October. But I I want to get the ball rolling now and get some stories so we have enough enough to talk about. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Make sure you shoot us a message. I mean, you can message us on our privates or on our um, podcast Instagram. Yeah, and our Instagram podcast is at ash's podcast and in the bio there is where you'll find both of our uh private handles perfect that is us yeah and that is it we will see you next tuesday or talk to you next tuesday yes i hope you guys have a great week it's almost the middle of the week yay almost hump day (laughs) (laughs) all right guys have a good one bye Thank you.